Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. My next guest is Heath Goldman. He's a financial architect with Icon Wealth and Legacy Partners in Sherman Oaks, California. Heath, welcome to the show. Bill, thank you for having me. Heath, we talked a little bit on the phone about some uh, interesting and fascinating ideas for our listeners. But before we jump into that, one of the things we like to do is get an idea of your background and uh, how you uh, started in your profession. So how did you get started? Well, that's an interesting story. I actually came out here to go to law school, and uh, I'm from uh, Phoenix, Arizona, and went to school at the University of Arizona in Tucson, and came out here and was in somewhat culture shock with the uh, cost of living uh, and the difference between L.A. and Tucson, and I actually, after my first year of law school, took a job at Smith Barney, uh, just cold calling uh, for some guys there, planning on going back to school, and uh, it did impress one of the uh, gentlemen I was working for, and uh, became a, a junior partner with him, and like I say, the rest is history. Uh, so I did uh, manage money for a number of years. Uh, that's not uh, the bulk of uh, my practice any longer. And uh, over the years have transitioned pretty much into a uh, fee-based financial planning uh, practice. So tell us about Icon Wealth and Legacy Partners. How did that get started? Uh, there was a, a partner that I started that with a number of years ago. Ended up buying him out. Uh, it is now my firm. And uh, we act as you mentioned, as financial architects, which is a term that many of your listeners probably haven't heard about. Um, but uh, we utilize uh, a real estate analogy to explain kind of who we are and what we do. And just as you would hire the architect to design the blueprints and the plans for your home, skyscraper, apartment complex, whatever it may be, uh, we are hired for a fee by our clients to design and construct multi-generational and multi-disciplined uh, roadmaps to uh, to success, as we like to say. When you say construct them, you're talking about putting together a, a whole uh, group of strategies that they can employ that cross multiple disciplines and getting the team involved? Is that really what you're getting at there? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, mm -hmm. So once the plan has been designed by us as the architect, uh, we do kind of oversee that role of once again, the real estate analogy, the general contractor, and then we will uh, typically work with the client's current group of advisors that they're currently working with. So we're not looking to replace anybody on the team currently. We are looking to uh, to have a roadmap that everybody collectively and collaboratively are going to uh, utilize to uh, benefit the goals and objectives of the client. That's a great analogy because people wouldn't think about building a home or a construction project without having a blueprint and yet they they launch into a lot of things financially without much thought about where it's heading and how it how it uh, collaborates with everything else so do you collaborate with a lot of other types of advisors in CPAs and attorneys and others yeah I mean I think the primary groups that we focus on without uh, breaking those topics down would be uh, state planning attorneys business attorneys CPAs insurance agents and investment advisors great well every every uh, team needs a coach <laughs> so when uh, what types of companies or businesses or individuals uh, what's your sweet spot who do you work with generally 
My sweet spot really focuses on the closely held business owner, uh, matriarch or patriarch, um, could have a uh, second or third generation in the business, um, but it is a you know closely held business, and also real estate professionals, so clients who uh, are developers, clients who have accumulated apartment buildings, uh, multifamily units over the years uh, through the cash oftentimes that their businesses have generated in excess of what they need. And uh, that's uh, that's really the sweet spot. And, uh, you know, ages is not really that important to me as much as it used to be when I first got into this business because there are a number of people in the 30, 40, 50-year-old uh, demographics that uh, have substantial wealth. And when I was taught in this business many years ago, it's, you know, you're looking for that transitional generation, that 65, 70, 75 generation um, age and, ages. And it's not really the important part of my practice any longer in terms of specific ages. Well, and a lot of those assets you're talking about, like real estate and businesses, are great. They can throw off cash flow, but they're also creating... Uh, a potential tax situation when people go to sell them or if they you know pass away and there's an estate tax need what are some of the ways that people are dealing with the high taxes on the sales of securities and businesses these days you know it's a great question um, you know there's really three main areas that we focus on with our clients obviously ordinary income tax planning capital gain planning on the sale of an asset and then obviously estate tax planning as you referenced I think one of the strategies that is going to become more in vogue in 2014 is a strategy uh, known as the Charitable Remainder Trust. Uh, I don't want your listeners to hear the word Charitable Remainder Trust and think, okay, that's only meant for people who are charitably inclined, and that really doesn't apply to me and my family, because um, the Charitable Remainder Trust, if you look at it in and of itself, oftentimes can derive substantially larger benefits for the client and their family uh, as than would have happened had they sold the asset outright. Well, it, you know, there's a lot of strategies that people should take a look at and put on their long list of things to look at. What are some of the benefits for people that they would find by using such a strategy? I've looked at the math and the benefits with a wealth replacement vehicle, which is another strategy that's employed, uh, the benefits are almost two to one cumulative benefits during life income versus assets passed to uh, future generations. There is zero capital gains tax paid, and this is legal. It's already part of the IRS code section for over 40 years. And also, there is a benefit for the charity of their choice or charities of their choice, whether it be their own family foundation or specific charities that they may want to uh, to partner with. So potentially saving taxes, number one. Number two, they're helping out potentially uh, charities that they, um, are, things that are dear to their heart, and they're getting income. And so not all bad. It's something to take a look at. And again, nothing's for everyone. Um, what other strategies are people looking at these days? I think that you are going to see the uh, affluent clients start to take a lot, uh, take a deeper look at additional income tax strategies. You know, oftentimes we get the phone call, you know, January, February, March from our CPA, and the we're told that it's going to cost X and X is going to need to be paid by April 15th or whatever that may be. And I think now with the higher brackets, 
and the extra Medicare surtax and some of these other uh, add-ons that people are going to be looking at their tax situations much closer. And there is a um, strategy known as the lead trust, which is another way for people to reduce their income taxes, but it's also a way to create a long-lasting legacy for them and their family um, with the benefit of uh, some type of charitable planning. Great. Okay, so you're giving us some good ideas. We're talking with Heath Goldman of Icon Wealth and Legacy Partners. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to ask Heath to share a few stories and tips and ideas and precautions that you can use. We'll be right back after this. If you came back from lunch today and there was a resignation letter on your desk, which employee would you really, really not want it to be from? More importantly, what are you doing to prevent this situation from happening in the first place? We work with business owners like you every day to design plans that attract, motivate, retain, and reward key employees. Don't wait until it's too late. Contact Bill Black, the exit coach, at 866-370-3774 for a free consultation on how to retain and reward your key employees. That's 866-370-3774. Call today. Whether you run a medium-sized business or a major corporation, Herrick B. Allickson offers you personalized, skilled legal services in several key areas of banking and finance services, mergers and acquisitions, syndications in private equity, and commercial real estate law. With more than 20 years' experience, Herrick B. Allickson provides you with a large firm partner and resources with boutique firm service and attention. To learn more, simply call Harry B. Allickson at 714-384-6578. Welcome back, friends. Just a reminder that to hear highlights of this interview and to listen to all the interviews and highlights of our many past guests, please visit us online at exacoachradio.com, where we upload new content every day. I'm talking with Heath Goldman of Icon Wealth and Legacy Partners. And Heath, uh, before the break, we were talking about a couple different strategies. Let's change gears a little bit right now. Um, can you tell us, uh, give us an example of a recent client you helped? What was their situation before you came on the scene? And how did you help? Um, and what was the outcome of that? Uh, yeah, I would love to share a story. Uh, just trying to pick uh, pick a good one. Uh, recently, I was able to work with a prominent uh, neurosurgeon here in Los Angeles, and they, uh, the client does have uh, their own foundation, and I am a kind of a quasi-executive director of the foundation as well, but they are fabulous at what they do, which is typically uh, back surgeries, but all of the other financial aspects of their life, while being dealt with, were not being dealt with as well as they needed to be or could be from this client's perspective. So I was brought on to the team to get my full understanding of what their financial situation is, wills and trusts and durable powers of attorney, advanced health care directives, disability insurance, medical malpractice, home, auto, everything that this client touched financially. And through conversations and discussions and conversations and more discussions and everything else, we were starting to put together a game plan for um, children's college education and their savings and their future retirement and, and so on and so forth. And they just did not have time to deal with all of the great members of their team that they currently had. They needed somebody like myself who could have those conversations with those other advisors, understood the language, and was able to put that stuff in place while 
this client uh, performed uh, back surgeries. Mm -hmm. Performed them very well. So, and the rewarding part, I think, for me was looking at them wanting to give back something and helping uh, the community through their own foundation. So in that kind of a situation, they really needed an architect after the fact, right? Someone to come in and make the team work well together and bring everybody together to for the benefit of the client, sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as I mentioned before, most of my clients have fabulous advisors that they work with. What they don't have is an understanding of what each and every one of these advisors do and also the time. They are busy making widgets or putting their firefighter's hat on each day when they come to the office and focusing on what the business needs to, needs to do and not all of these other ancillary pieces, although they are very important ancillary pieces and they know that. It's not their area of expertise. So most people think of me as an added expense, and once we are able to put together a competitive proposal for them, they realize that we are going to save them time, energy, and most importantly, money by utilizing our services as opposed to adding some, another expense to the bottom line. And how do you save people money in that regard? Because a lot of people that I talk to say, well, you're, just, you're another person. You're actually going to be another expense. But explain to us how how using you in the first place saves people money in the long run. A couple of different examples. One are some of the income tax strategies that we were talking about before. Clients may know about them, may know they need to implement them, but if they don't have the time nor the expertise to get them implemented, with our input and being part of the, of the financial team, we are able to get those strategies implemented without the client having to take a tremendous amount of time and energy to implement them, thereby saving the client um, the money. And additionally, a funny story, recently I was sitting down with uh, a property and casualty insurance agent that I had brought into a client situation, and we were going through the competitive proposal, and the client and the agent said to the client, well, you know, you have four cars on your policy, an XYZ BMW, XYZ Mercedes, and the client looked at the agent and said, I haven't owned either one of those cars for over a year. Oh, wow. <laughs> whether he forgot to call the, the previous agent, whether he did whether he the agent dropped the ball you know we we couldn't figure out what had happened but we did know that the client had paid for two cars for the last year on their uh, on their automobile policy that they did not own we were able to take those cars off for obvious reasons and uh, thereby was a, a substantial tax savings uh, to a uh, uh, savings to the client. So by the big picture planning, looking at the overall thing, you can sometimes you can see situations that are wasteful or maybe uh, help people before they get into a real expensive situation to realize maybe they, they don't want a particular situation as an example, right? Absolutely. Now, uh, if I were to ask you for some tips, ideas, or precautioners, precautioners, precautions for our listeners, uh, what would you tell me? Maybe give me a couple tips, ideas, or precautions that you would tell someone when they're starting their planning process. Well, I think the first thing I would tell everybody is to understand what the different components of your planning process are. And when you start to look at all of the different elements, asset protection and trusts and taxes and tax returns and employee benefits and all of this stuff, it becomes overwhelming. And get your arms around all of the different moving pieces or hire somebody to get their arms around all of the moving pieces and understand exactly how all of these pieces interrelate because if one doesn't work properly, it could be detrimental 
to you and your family's financial success. Great tip. You got anything else for us? Understand asset protection. Uh, and I'm not talking about complicated asset protection. I'm talking about just the basics. Umbrella policy, if nothing else, somebody comes over to your house and you're having wine with dinner and somebody slips and falls, you know, what is your liability? Do you have liability? Are you protected? Uh, just the basics. And uh, what I have seen with many of my clients and affluent uh, clients is, you know, primarily who we work with, um, it's not always, uh, they're not always protected. Yeah, so don't build it up if you don't have it protected. I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense. That's absolutely true. Heath, uh, how do uh, our listeners find you, and are there any, uh, what, what do they find when they get there, for instance? Uh, three ways to access me. You can uh, access us through our website, at, which is www.iconwlp, and that stands for Wealth and Legacy Partners, .com, so iconwlp.com, Heath G at iconwlp.com, or 818-981-7184, which is my direct office line. And if you take a look at the website, there is a, a lot of information there, great articles. Start to educate yourself on some of the other things and areas and issues that you should be addressing potentially in your life, and uh, just additional resources. Great tips. Thanks very much for joining us today, Heath. It's been a real pleasure. Hope you'll come back and join us again soon. Thanks for having me. I've been talking with Heath Goldman of Icon Wealth and Legacy Partners in Sherman Oaks, California. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll have another guest, Marlo Van Orschot from Los Angeles. What can you do in a minute? At ExitCoachRadio.com, you can listen to a daily tip, idea, or precaution from over 100 top advisors about how to prepare your business for the future. We upload new one-minute tips at 6 a.m. and 1 p.m. daily. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 